Hello, wrestling fans. Welcome to the Wrestling Fan 84 podcast. This is Friday, September 25th, 2020. The weekend of Clash of Champions this Sunday on the WWE Network. Now, if you've never seen Clash of Champions, it began as Night of Champions, but took on the Clash of Champions moniker to basically relive some of the glory of the past Clash of Champions that was given to us by WCW. Night of Champions slash Clash of Champions is the one night of the year where every championship in World Wrestling Entertainment is defended. It's been happening, well, the original Clash of Champions has been happening since the 80s, but this concept of WWE began in 2007. The very first Clash of Cham- Night of Champions was in 2007. That was the night that Candice Michelle won her first Women's Championship in Molina, and we saw that epic epic battle between John Cena and Randy Orton. Anyway, this Sunday is the 13th annual Night of Champions slash Clash of Champions from the WWE. These matches are scheduled, and we have, let me see, it will, actually this Sunday will be live from the, as you know, the Amway Center, the WWE Thunderdome. If you trying to get in for that event, if you got in, congratulations. If you didn't, well, it's not and sale anymore. The spots are full, so you will have to watch it on the WWE Network, stream it on the WWE Network, or if you still believe in pay-per-view, watch it on pay-per-view. Anyway, there are nine matches on the card, including the very first match that I will jump into with my predictions. This match will actually not be on the live show. It will be on the kickoff show, which you can catch at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific on WWE Network, WWE YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all the WWE's major outlets. It will be the Raw Women's Champion Asuka defending the title against the number one contender, Zelina Vega. Now, last Monday night on Raw, Zelina Vega broke free from her group of Andrade and Angel Garza, claiming that she was ready to, well, she basically said she was sick of babysitting grown men and said that she wanted to move on with her own career. I can respect that. I actually appreciate that because, as we know, if you follow Zelina Vega's career throughout her career, both in the Indies and in TNA, she is a former women's champion. She's held the Shine Women's Championship, and she's a former four-time TNA Knockouts Tag Team Champion. Well, anyway, this match is going to be on the kickoff show to save more time for the upcoming epic matches we have on the card. Now, this match has gotten a lot of criticism on Twitter. People are understand, wondering why Zelina Vega got the first shot, why Zelina bought this match is on the kickoff show. I think I explained it on Twitter, and I'll explain it right here on the podcast. This match is on the kickoff show because of two reasons. One, with a triple threat intercontinental championship match on the card, and a probability of something happening between in the Sasha versus Nikki Cross match, you do not want this match to get swallowed up. And plus, and plus, Asuka is just getting off this huge summer feud with Sasha and Bailey. So, so you, right, putting Asuka on the main card will not be a good idea at this point. Maybe next year, maybe next month at Hell in a Cell, but not right now. Plus, you do not want to put too much pressure on Zelina Vega. This is her first championship match. You do not need the Monica of WWE caving under the pressure. And probably, who knows, not being able to perform at her full potential. 
So you put this match on the kickoff show, hoping that it shocks you. And plus, anyway, we already have like two women's championship matches on the main show with only nine matches on the card. So what? You put three matches, three women's matches on the card. You put one on the kickoff. You got two on the main show. And somehow that's still a problem. I don't get it. But I never get mostly anything about today's wrestling things. Anyway, my prediction for this match, like I said, this is only Zelina Vega's first shot at the title. So I don't expect her to come out with a win here. I'm picking Asuka to retain and go on to Hell in a Cell as the champion. Next up. Hold on, folks. Phone locked. Next up, we have matches. We have Drew McIntyre defending the championship against the Viper Randy Orton for the WWE Championship in an ambulance match. Now, this match was made an ambulance match by Drew McIntyre in the absence of Randy Orton after Randy suffered a three, four, well, three Claymore kicks, putting him out of action temporarily. And it was originally supposed to be him versus whoever won a match for him and Keith. If Keith, he faced Keith Lee this past Monday night. And basically, if Keith Lee won the match, Keith was going to be in the match. But Orton, of course, RKO'd Keith Lee, causing a DQ. Randy announced that he was going to be in the match. And next thing you know, boom. Randy versus Keith Lee. Randy versus, Randy versus Drew in an ambulance match for the championship. Now, if you've never seen an ambulance match, let me explain the rules of an ambulance match to you great people. An ambulance match is basically probably one of the most brutal matches in WWE history. Here's the fact that we've only had a few of them. The object of an ambulance match is to beat your opponent so damn bad that you could, that they cannot get up. Then you gotta stuff them in the back of an ambulance, drive the ambulance out of the arena, and win. Now we've seen ambulance matches in the past between Shane McMahon and Kane. John Cena and Kane, and a couple of other superstars, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns, is the most recent one. This match is dangerous, it's deadly, it's unbelievable, and it's, if you've ever seen one, if you've never seen one, go to WWE.com, I'm WWE Network, and look up ambulance matches, and look up the history of these matches. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, this match, in my opinion, was made an ambulance match to give Randy Orton a win over Drew without Drew getting pinned. So that way you have Drew lose the title, but still look strong. So, of course, my prediction is Randy Orton. Next up on our card, we have... Hold on. The, the Universal Championship. The big dog, Roman Reigns, with his new, I guess you can call the, I don't know how you call it, special counsel, Paul Heyman, facing his cousin, Jey Uso. Now, Jey Uso won a number one contenders match several weeks ago on SmackDown. Jey Uso and Roman cut this amazing promo here tonight on SmackDown. Jey basically poured his heart out. Jey was, uh, you never fault Jey Uso's career. Jey Uso was always known as the other brother. He was never known as the main one of the Usos. They always ask, like he said tonight, which one are you? Well, 
if you have vigilance history and you don't remember, several years ago, it's about six, seven years ago, I think it was, Jay Uso actually pinned Roman to give the Usos the world tag team titles over Roman and Seth back during the years of the Shield. That was actually the first time Roman ever got pinned. Now, will that happen this Sunday? Who knows? But with all the reports coming out saying that Roman is scheduled to hold the title until WrestleMania, doubt it. I know this match is going to be a barn burner. It's probably going to be one of the matches of the night, but I do not see Jay Uso winning. So my prediction for this match is the big dog, Roman Reigns, retaining. Next up, we have Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Nikki Cross won this shot in a fatal four-way match last a couple of weeks ago. And basically, it's been kind of a cat and mouse kind of thing with her and Alexa. You know, Alexa's been going in and out of trances thanks to the fiend Bray Wyatt. Nikki Cross kind of trying to figure out what's going on with her best friend. And it's probably taken her mind off of the championship match. Meanwhile, we saw Bailey take out Sasha Banks two weeks ago and gave this awesome promo tonight after attacking Sasha last week in the WWE Performance Center. Now, here's what your boy thinks is going to happen in this match. After hearing Bailey's promo tonight, I think Bailey wins, tries to use the chair on Nikki Cross like the way he, she did Sasha. Sasha comes out. They brawl, leading up to a match between the two at Hell in a Cell. Now, a lot of people are saying Hell in a Cell is too early for Sasha versus Bailey. No, it really isn't. After waiting three years for this feud, Hell in a Cell would be a perfect place to start it. I'm not saying it's going to be a one-and-done. It shouldn't be a one-and-done, as long as we even wait for this feud. I say have Sasha win the title at Hell in a Cell, retain it against Bailey at TLC, lose the title to somebody I think like Lacey Evans or somebody, win the Royal Rumble, face Bailey after Bailey regains the title, and then loses and then gets her big WrestleMania moment. Or you can have Sasha win the title, lose it to somebody like Lacey Evans or somebody prior to Rumble, lose the Royal Rumble, and still have Bailey versus Sasha when face at WrestleMania. Now there's been a lot of people saying that if Bailey and Sasha face at WrestleMania, it should be for the championship. Here's my argument with that. This is a personal feud. This is a feud based on a friendship gone wrong. Betrayal. Backstab. You don't need a championship to make this kind of feud work. Look at feuds like Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. Or Austin versus McMahon. The Undertaker versus Kane. Trish versus Lita. Victoria versus Trish. These feuds were hot way before any of the combatants ever held a championship. Sasha Banks and Bayley are probably two of the most talented women on the SmackDown roster. This match would basically sell out any pay-per-view, title or not. So I say if they do a match at WrestleMania, we don't need the title. Just put them in the ring, give them enough time, and let it go. So, if you're asking me to pick a winner this Sunday between Bailey and Nikki Cross, like I said, I see Bailey winning this match, trying to attack Nikki with the chair. Sasha comes out. They brawl, leading up to Hell in a Cell on October 25th. Next up on our list of matches for 
Clash of the Champions this Sunday. The WWE Women's Tag Team Championships as Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defend against the newly reformed Riot Squad, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. Now, this, usually these kind of women's matches split the wrestling community, but the entire wrestling community is pulling for Ruby and Liv on Sunday. This is a historical context match because at Clash of Champions was the first time the Riot Squad had a match as a team. Ruby and Liv had this big, well, mini feud earlier this year. They got back together on the KO show. They've been trying to mend back their friendship. Meanwhile, on the other side, you got Nikki, Nick, you got Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, who can't stand one another. The only reason why they're even together is the tag team titles. So here's what I say. Ruby and Liv win the tag team titles. Shayna and Nick and Nia split. They rival, they feud with each other. One of them wins. One of them faces Asuka at Hell in a Cell. That's what I say. So I'm picking Ruby and Liv to win this match. Next up on our card for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The champions Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura defend against Grand Mantelik and Lince Dorado of the Lucha House Party. Easy match. Easy prediction. Cesaro and Nakamura retain because it looks like the Lucha House Party is about to be party over. You see them constantly bickering with each other. Tonight they, were, they almost came to blows. So basically, I see Cesaro and Nakamura retaining and the Lucha House Party becoming no more. Next up will be the match I think is going to be the show stealer. The match, in my opinion, is the reason why Asuka versus Zelina Vega is on the kickoff show. It's the triple threat ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, tonight on SmackDown, they basically went back to 2011 to the epic John Cena-Randy Orton rivalry where they had the championship ascension ceremony. You know, that's when they hooked the championships up to the harness and hoisted up in the air. They did that with Orton and Cena in 2011. They did it tonight with AJ, Jeff, and Sammy. Now, if you've never seen a ladder match, and if you've never seen a ladder match, I don't know where the hell you've been in the history of wrestling. But ladder matches are basically, a ladder match is basically one of the most awesome concepts in wrestling history. This match is going to be no pinfall, no submission, no disqualification, no count out. Only way you win is to climb the ladder and retrieve the Intercontinental Championship. Now, this match I see being the show stealer. It's going to steal the show. It's going to shock the house. Fans, virtual fans, fans watching at home, fans watching on pay-per-view, Fans watching at bars and sports clubs around the country are going to love this match. And they're probably going to be at the edge of their seats the entire damn time. Now, when it comes to a winner in this match, I see Jeff Hardy winning. I see Jeff Hardy walking out of this match with both Intercontinental Championships. Because 
if you really think about it, and like AJ Styles said tonight, him and Jeff Hardy are the only two men in this match with a legal claim to the Intercontinental title. I mean, I don't mean to disappoint all the Sami Zayn fans out there, but Sami Zayn won the Intercontinental Championship, defended it at WrestleMania, disappeared for six months, and was expecting not expecting to come back and just be handed a title. You don't do that. We have rules and regulations in wrestling. There's a 30-day title defense clause on every championship, although the 30-day title rules kind of relaxed. You still got to be there to defend the title. We haven't seen Sami Zayn since March before now. And he's expecting to come back and still be Intercontinental Champion. Hate the break to you folks. Hate to make people mad. Hate to say it. But Sami Zayn is not the Intercontinental Champion. Under no way, shape, or form. Like I said on Twitter earlier this week, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash carried around tag team titles after they lost the titles to the Steiner Brothers. That didn't make them tag team champions. Just because Sami Zayn is carrying around an Intercontinental Championship does not make him the Intercontinental Champion. Jeff Hardy's the Intercontinental Champion, or right now the title is vacant. I don't know which one it is. I'm guessing it's vacant. But the latter match is definitely going to be a show stealer. I look for Jeff Hardy to win and win the Intercontinental Championship undisputedly. Next up on our list of matches, we have... The Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, who will be entering their seventh month as tag team champions. Actually, they're already in their seventh month. It was Wednesday. And they will be defending against Angel Garza and Andrade. Now, Andrade and Angel Garza won this in a triple threat tag team match this past Monday night on Raw. This team has been basically on their own now with Zelina taking care of her wrestling career. They're basically trying to prove to Zelina that they didn't need her. They're basically trying to prove that they could do it on their own. The Street Profits have basically been probably one of the most popular tag team champions since the introduction of the Raw tag team titles a couple of years ago. This match is def- it's going to be another barn burner. It's going to be another hot match. That's going to leave the fans at the end of their seat. Now, at the end of this match, I see the Street Profits retaining the titles. Next up, and I think this is probably the last match right here. Uh, Yeah, it is. Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews for the United States Championship. Now, this match has many layers. Lashley defeated Apollo for the title. The Hurt Business grew by the numbers with the addition of Apollo Crews' former friend, Cedric Alexander. And Apollo's been out for revenge ever since then. Now, Bobby Lashley has been destroying left and right opponents with that full Lashley. We all remember what he did to Apollo before Extreme Rules Horror Show. And... I'm predicting the same will happen this Sunday. Full Lashley. Lashley retains the title. That's my predictions for Clash of Champions. I would like to hear yours. You can leave it your predictions on my Twitter page at WrestlingFan84. Or I would like to hear your predictions. Yeah, leave my leave your predictions on my Twitter page for, for Night of Champions. Now, 
earlier, also tonight, we saw another one of those vignettes for the new upcoming superstar that's supposed to be coming to WWE. This new up-and-coming superstar, a lot of people have been guessing. A lot of guesses have been going around. Some people are guessing Carmella. Some people are guessing Dana Brooke. Somebody earlier tonight predicted it was going it's Molina. I don't know. We don't know who it is. All I know is that it's mysterious and it's going to be whoever it is. It's going to be awesome. Also, I think if you pay attention to tonight's SmackDown, and I don't know, I mean, people paid attention because it was kind of a off and on show. It was good one minute, bad the next. But it seems like SmackDown is becoming the A show now. Everybody's loving SmackDown, hating Raw. Well, I can't blame you because Raw's really not giving you a reason to like it now. Raw needs to give you more of a reason to like it other than Retribution and Raw Underground. That's all Raw seems to be producing that's actually quality television. SmackDown's giving you storylines. They're giving you Sasha versus Bayley. We got the Fiend and Alexa Bliss thing. SmackDown is delivering left and right, while Raw is delivering one at a time. Now, if you paid attention to tonight's SmackDown, a lot of the things that happened tonight are building towards Hell in a Cell. I know what you're thinking. Hell in a Cell is not until October 25th. But that doesn't mean WWE can't still build towards the pay-per-view. I mean, remember, by the time Hell in a, by the time next Friday rolls around, October will be here. By next Friday, Hell in a Cell will be, what, three weeks away? So you really can't really take that much time to build towards Hell in a Cell. Which is why people are predicting that Sasha Banks attacks Bailey either this Sunday at Hell at Clash of Champions or next Friday on SmackDown. You really can't take that long building towards Hell in a Cell three weeks away. You basically already got half the card figured out. I mean, Sasha versus Bailey, Alexa versus Nikki, Fiend versus Roman. Psh, match right, three matches right there, and those three matches would be. Awesome for Hell in a Cell. Awesome. Completely awesome. Okay. That's my predictions for Hell in, for Clash of Champions. I hope I do better than I did with Payback. Because Payback, I kind of screwed the pooch. I didn't do very good in my predictions. I was actually 2-4 and four in my predictions for Payback. I'm predicting I'm probably going to be at least probably 6-3 and three with this one. Because let's be real. WWE will piss off a lot of people if Nia and Shayna hold on to the tag team titles, okay? It will piss off a lot of people. Like, Vince is scared to piss off people, but yeah, let's be real here. Plus, with the whole retribution thing going on on Raw, I don't think they really need any more reasons to turn people away from Monday Night Raw. I mean, the retribution thing is basically the hottest thing going on Raw. I mean,. It's, and you might as well just straight out say it. Retribution is the only thing good about Raw. Okay? SmackDown's giving you many things to enjoy. Raw's just giving you retribution. But you really don't want to turn any more people away from the Raw women's division. But everybody's saying how weak Asuka's title reign is. You would think fans would want Zelina Vega to win the title this Sunday. But no. No, they don't. They want somebody else to win the title. But they still say Asuka's reign is bland. Anyway, 
if you would like to follow me on Twitter, it's WrestlingFan84. Instagram is WrestlingFan884. You can check out this app and watch some of my old podcasts. Listen to some of my old podcasts here on the Anchor app. Or you can go to my YouTube page at LegitBoss10384 and watch my old YouTube videos. Big shout outs to Lacey Evans and her limitless lady channel. Hopefully, I'll get another interview with Lacey real soon. If you're not subscribed to Lacey's Patreon, I suggest you do it. Shout out to Ruby Riot and the Hooligans Are Night channel. I'm hoping to get an interview with Ruby as well. I don't, haven't gotten one, I haven't gotten an interview since my last interview with Lacey. But I'm hoping to get some interviews eventually at some point. Anyway, folks, see y'all Sunday for Hell in a Cell. Don't forget the special Hell in a Cell. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Clash of Champions. I'm saying Hell in a Cell. My bad. See you this Sunday for Clash of Champions. And don't forget the special Clash of Champions edition of The Bump this Sunday on the WWE Network at 4 o'clock before the kickoff show with the newly visioned Kayla Braxton. That's why Kayla back, Kayla's back. She got her whole laser surgery thing done. She's back now. So watch the bump this Sunday at 4 o'clock on the network. Watch the kickoff show. If you're going to watch the kickoff show, make sure you get your Clash of Champions snacks going on. I'm getting probably getting the new ghost pepper wings from Popeye's myself. But make sure you got all your snacks in order. Make sure you are ready for some wrestling. A lot of wrestling the next two weeks. A lot of wrestling. We got Clash of Champions this Sunday. And not even six days after Clash of Champions on the day after my birthday. On October 4th. We got NXT TakeOver. Yep. Another TakeOver. NXT TakeOver. We already found out one of the matches. Johnny Gargano versus the NXT champion. Johnny Gargano will be going for the NXT championship. Yep. Meanwhile, his wife, Candice LeRae, will be going for the women's championship and Io Shirai. Could the Garganos walk out of TakeOver next week as champions? I can see it happening. It can happen. It can happen. It can happen. Anything can happen in WWE. We should know that after this year. I mean, come on. Otis is money. In, Otis is Mr. Money in the Bank. We should all know that something's, anything can happen in that company. People are saying Selena Vega can't win the title. My point is anything can happen in WWE. So if Selena wins the title Sunday, don't be shocked. It will be just shock value. I mean, that's the reason why we tune in the wrestling in anyway, right? For the entertainment and the shock value. Without entertainment and shock value, what do we got? Golf. That's what. Anyway, see y'all on the other side. Shout out to the entire wrestling community. Enjoy Clash of Champions.